0: we're back happy new year happy new year happy new year everyone you guys so we took a really long break but since last season and here's why we realized we'd never taken a break Mm -hmm. we'd never taken a break and we had been through covid and illnesses and jobs and lost jobs like the most tumultuous few years that we've all had and no break so we took a break to just kind of like update our sound system Mm -hmm. have new
1: ideas take a breather and just get yeah we need we needed a, a breather And I'm so happy to be back. I forgot, like, the high of recording. And just chat. Our favorite thing to do is just chat with each other. So we have a Even during our sound check, it's kind of funny. Like, we have full-on conversations. Like, and we're like, oh, we should have been recording that because it was so good. I know. We can just never stop talking. We have a
0: really fun season (laughs) planned for you guys. So just stay tuned. So anyway, okay,
1: what's happening with you? Okay. Well, I know everyone... (laughs) Everyone wants to know my dating update, and I don't have one. I well, I went on some dates last year. i um, 2022, and I actually want to get your opinion on something. So i I was set up last um, fall, which was so great. I love being set up. I'm I'm such a fan of the setup. Um, and I had like three really great dates with a very lovely guy who was just absolutely so sweet. Um, but I'll tell you, I I didn't feel I want sparks. I want I want I want what Harry and Megan have, honestly. Um but I, there was just, you know, by the third date, I feel like there should be something a bruin. And I didn't I didn't feel that. So, I spoke to my therapist cuz I I hate that, you know, there's nothing wrong, but there's you know, it's just not right. So, it's the breakup the breakup text, I'm putting that in quotes. But like the text of like we both know this. I mean, I hope we both know that this isn't going anywhere. But someone always had has to do it. And I, wa- I told her, I said, I want to do the slow fade. And she was like, what's the slow fade? I was like, well, I mean, I think after our last date, like, I think he kind of knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. And she was like, you sure about that? Because he did text you the next day. I was like, yeah, but like nothing. To- and I just, I really wanted it to just kind of go away like the, I would, didn't want to have to have the awkward conversation. And then the gal that set us up reached out and was like, how's it going? And I was like, oh, okay. So I said to my therapist, I was like, so I'm going to let her know that, you know, she just wasn't a fit. And she was like, are you going to let her know and not let the date know? And I was like, really good point. Really, really good point. So I sent the text and, you know, you know, it's, um, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable sending that text of you know, hey, I don't I don't see this as a romantic connection. But it's really necessary and I I tried to say, okay, what would, how would I feel in this situation cuz I've been ghosted. I have been slow faded. I and it's it really sucks and I would much rather have somebody say, "Hey, I had a great time. I don't see this going anywhere." best of luck.
0: And also if it's been two or three dates, we're not talking about like a situation where you've had sleepovers and you've been dating for six months and like someone said, I love you. Like we're talking about two, three casual dates. Exactly. Drinks, dinner, drinks. I think in this day and age that that can be a text because it's less of a breakup to me than like, you know what? This isn't going to work. It's two
1: adults exchanging information. Right,
0: right. And like, have I ghosted people when I was in my early 20s? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. But I do think that everyone deserves that text. And so like, good for you. I was also called out on ghosting when I was younger. Really? Yeah. I just thought, you know, I'm just not going to respond. Like an immature 20-something does. And he wrote, he was older. Mm -hmm. And he wrote back saying, you know what? Hey, I think you should know that i really like you and sometimes you don't respond to my texts and sometimes i don't feel like you put effort into seeing me but i always put effort into see you wow. and i was like oh god oh god oh god i was like i've been caught i've yeah, been, caught. I've, been bo- I've been caught yes i've been caught so then i wrote back and i was like actually you know you're right like i don't see this working and i also i've started dating someone else that mm-hmm. i think i might be a better match with but God, it's so hard. But there's a difference between a breakup, yes. which is a phone call or a meet, and per- I mean, a really a meet in person. For God's sake, if it's like a real long, you know, long term yeah. relationship,
1: then like two, three dates, and you just know it's right. not going to work. And you just got to like just be on. Like I, my whole thing is just just be honest. Just like say say like it is. What I wanted to ask you yeah. is there was no response <gasps> to my text, which fine. That's totally fine. Because I've also received, I've been on the recipient end of the text and I've gone, well, screw you. Fine. Whatever. What, I'm not, and I have not, and I've not responded. But oftentimes, you know, cause I've sent this text a few times. I've been on the receiving end of this text a few times. And usually it's a, okay, thanks for letting me know. Best of luck. Just a something, but there was nothing. And I'm, I'm just curious. Your thoughts on that?
0: I think it's immature. I think, sure, he's let him have his feelings. I think people are probably like, oh, what the heck? I mean, you don't know. What if he thought it was going great? And what if that was a shock to him and he's really upset and he's really sad? Then maybe he's like, you take two days, you like cool down and say, you know what, I'm sad, I understand, whatever. But I think it all the more proves that you did the right thing. I
1: I, I think so too. Because I also am very much like, again, out in the open. I'm talking about stuff. So it's like, I don't know. It just sort of was like, okay, yeah, I don't think this is the right fit.
0: Right. It's not the right fit. And I hear what you're saying about a spark because – it's hard to decipher, right? Because there's a difference between really liking someone, loving someone, and then like the lust infatuation thing mm-hmm. of our youth. Mm-hmm. That, you know, is going to, f- you're obsessed with someone and it's more yeah. of an attraction yeah. than anything. That's going to fade. I think you need to be friends with someone, but right at the beginning there should be a butterfly yes. moment. Really excited for the first kiss. Really excited to see them when they text you. You're like, ooh, yeah, fun. yeah. Like, there should be a little of that. So, like, yes. if you were feeling absolutely none of the above, mm-hmm. like, good for you. For like, first of all, giving him a chance for another day because it totally. was, was a good, fine guy. But yeah. also good for you for, like, calling it quits and not wasting
1: his time. Well, and that that is the other thing, is I I really, I've had my time wasted. And I do not, do not want to waste anyone's time. I do want to give everyone a fair shot. And that's not to say that I'm, like, giving people shots. You know what I mean? That's I'm not trying to be, like, it's all up to me. But I'm, like, I, it's all about chemistry. It's all about, like you know, the pheromones and the hormones and the things that like, you know, I want to like, let's like feel something. But also conversation
0: chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Like it should feel much like how you and I feel. Totally. You and I have conversation chemistry where we can just talk, 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 talk. Oh yeah. You should feel a similar vibe with the person. Cause that's the friendship piece, right? That's the piece that's going right. to be there yes. when attraction fades, when someone's sick, like whatever. It's like can that person make you laugh like do you actually like that person do you actually like talking to them and do you enjoy their takes on things Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that type of stuff like that's like to me like the conversation chemistry part yeah
1: yeah I mean it's all it's so many so many things but um yeah so that's my my update I'm I got off all the apps I'm done. I'm just, I, I, I'm just, I need a a minute. And I'm just, I'm so happy right now with where my life is. Like, I'm so damn happy that I'm like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's fine. Cause I'm like really, really happy. Yeah. You need a break. It it
0: can become like a job. Oh yeah. You need like a big, big old break from it. What's going on in your world? I have this really hilarious job that is just so niche. So I'm a fit model. There's only a handful of fit models in this country because it's mostly a New York City thing because of the garment district. Mm-hmm. there aren't like fit models in every state um, my friend Brittany did a little bit of fit modeling in LA but she was like that's not it's not really okay so a I'm the lot same there so mostly in New York City and then you have to have a certain, you have to be a certain height and have a certain hip to waist ratio. It doesn't matter how thin or how curvy you have. You have to have, like, this ratio. Right. So, again, that's a small pool, okay? Mm-hmm. So I go in for this fit casting for Uniqlo and went great. They're like, I think you'd be great for our, like, size large. So then I get a text from my agent saying they think you'd be really great for underwear, too. Intimates, as you call it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, okay. So – being a fit model, it's really like it, the rate is amazing. Mm-hmm. It pays so well, but it's not like a photo shoot. And I've done underwear photo shoots and I'm yes. fine with that. So I'm trying to – explain the difference here is like it's not smoke. There's no smoke in mirrors with fit modeling. You're just like in a room under fluorescent lights, working <sighs> a full day, people looking at you, taking photos. Mm-hmm. You're not like, oh, good lighting, hair and makeup angling your body a certain way and then taking a break putting mm-hmm. a robe on it's just more exposed so i was like do i want to spend a full day i usually as a fit model like don't really do underwear like i don't really like seek that out right cuz it's like do i really want to be in my underwear for a full day while everyone else is clothed right and i almost sent a text back saying you know what? That's not really my vibe as a fit model. I prefer to like just do activewear clothing, whatever, like no intimates. And Int- right. that's kind of what they call it, intimates. And then I thought, you know what? After I have kids, my body ratio might change mm-hmm. for like the rest of my life. Maybe I should just take all the fit work now, no mm-hmm. matter what the heck it is, and just do it now. So I did. I said, okay. So I show up and it's this thing called a global fitting which I hadn't done before, which is they have a model for every single size that they have. So from double zero all the way up. Wow. And Uniqlo is a Japanese brand. So they have all the reps in from Japan Mm -hmm. there too. Everyone's in this like giant room. And it was actually the underwear part was totally fine. Yes, I was in my underwear.
1: so was everyone else.
0: But so were all these other girls. And it was actually really cool and empowering for us as all completely different sizes to be doing the same job and like on the same team. And I love that. Yeah. I met some really, really cool girls. I reconnected with some fit model girls that I hadn't seen in a few years that like I'd worked with before. And it was just really fun. And the underwear part, after like 10 minutes, you don't even like think you like you don't even think about it's like you've been in your underwear your whole life right so it was completely fine it was completely fun and so I'm just saying it it, sharing it to say like sometimes just do the thing because sometimes things are better than you expect
1: oh I think more often than not
0: and sometimes you always think like this is gonna be worst case scenario and I'm gonna hate this but sometimes it's better mm-hmm. than what you think it was. And I showed up and it was way better. I'm so glad. Yeah. Such I'm a so weird... glad it was a good experience. It was. And it's such a weird little job. But it also was fun to like be with all these other girls who also yes. have this weird little job that no one gets. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, guys, Tina and I love therapy. We have weekly FaceTime Therapy sessions, and it's what gives us the tools to help us through all the things that come up in life relationship, career issues, self esteem building, learning boundaries you name it. So, BetterHelp offers easy, accessible, and affordable affordable virtual therapy options. So first of all, finding a therapist can be really daunting and with BetterHelp, you don't have to do any of the research because they will do that work for you and they'll match you with a therapist in under 48 hours. Second, it's incredibly convenient because you don't even have to leave your home. BetterHelp offers video, phone, and live chat sessions. It's honestly always a good time to invest in yourself and invest in your mental health. So Give BetterHelp a try and see for yourself why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp. We have a special offer just for our obsessed listeners. So for 10% off your first month of professional virtual therapy, just go to BetterHelp.com and enter code OBSESSED at checkout. That is BetterHelp.com with code obsessed at checkout for 10% off your first month of virtual therapy. For more information, just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And thank you BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Sundays.
1: We are supported by Ombre Lab. Are you struggling with bloating, moodiness, constipation, weight gain, or acne, and you just can't figure out why? Well, the answer could literally be in your gut. Your gut contains trillions of bacteria, both good and bad. And when your body doesn't have enough good bacteria, the bad bacteria flourishes. And when this happens, it can cause all kinds of symptoms. Ombre Lab makes it really easy to check on your gut health by offering an at-home test that can measure your bacteria levels. The test will ship right to your door with easy-to-follow instructions, and then when you get your results, they'll give you a detailed breakdown of your gut bacteria, let you know what foods to eat more or less of, plus send you personalized probiotics to heal your gut with a subscription. I did this at-home test. It could not have been easier. So if you want to start feeling better, visit ombrelab.com and enter code OBSESSED at checkout for $30 off your first at-home test. That's ombrelab.com with code OBSESSED at checkout for $30 off your first test. For more information, just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode. Thank you to Ombrelab for sponsoring this podcast. Okay,
0: so I also stumbled upon this show. So now, like every show has, every like thing has like a streaming. Series. Oh, yeah. So HSN and QVC have like, they like stream shows now, which oh. I.
1: Did I had no not idea. Know. Okay. I did not know.
0: Okay, do the names Curtis Stone and Lindsay Price mean anything to you? No. Okay, Curtis Stone is a famous chef. He's been on the Today Show. He's been on the Food Network. Like Vin is a cook and like loves Curtis Stone. Okay. He also has this Michelin star rating restaurant mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills called Maud. Okay. Which fun fact when I was living in LA for a summer, I was dating the wine sommelier at Maude.
1: <laughs> what is your life? It was so What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my, God. I have never <laughs> had a sentence like that come out it of my was mouth.
0: So That's amazing. I like met him at this dinner I was invited to. We dated for like two months until I left. And then I was like, bye. Bye. But anyway, okay. So his wife, Lindsay Price, is this actress and she's one of my favorite actresses. She was on 902 okay. and and she was on lipstick jungle. Oh, yeah. She, um, with Brooke Shields mm-hmm. and Kim Raver. Okay. So they're married, and they have this show. It's called In the Spirit, and I stumbled upon it through Lindsay Price's link in her Instagram bio, and it's the cutest, sweetest, warmest, most cozy show where they go through each holiday, and they cook because he's a chef, but they oh. also bring on friends. So, so um, Lindsay Price is half Korean. So she brought over like a friend who was Asian and they did, okay, these are how we make traditional dumplings for our New Year's Day. I love that. They brought a friend who was Jewish. He was like, this is my traditional Hanukkah food and they made it. They brought over um Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth to talk oh to like God. talk about 902 and O days and yes. like all of these things. It's just really fun. And if you need, if you're home and you just need a little cozy a fun, thing cozy or show. something to put on where you're like doing laundry or something, yes. it's just like the cutest Swedish. Okay, show. wait,
1: is it on? Like, do you have to have the HSN no. app?
0: So it's just a link, and you can just watch it on your computer, or you can oh. watch it on your phone. okay. Or I'm sure there's a way to hook it up to the TV. Sure. We didn't. But Vin and I were both so into it, because I'm obsessed with Lindsay Price, and he's obsessed with Curtis Stone. I love so, it. It's like the perfect show. Yeah. We just, like, put it on. Anyway, it's just this weird... I don't even know how anyone would know about it, but, like, just... Like, look it up and watch it. It's so fun. I, in the
1: Spirit. In the Spirit?
0: Yeah. It's called In the Spirit, Lindsay Cute. Price and Curtis Stone. It's an HSN streaming show. Oh, my God. I love yeah, that. Yeah. It's adorable. Um, okay. You did something yeah. for the first time mm-hmm. ever, and you need to take us through every step.
1: Well, as our listeners know for years now, I've been threatening to get a colonic and I did it. I did it. Um, So I did it last, okay, so it must have been, what, October? Because I did the whole 30. I got really sick with COVID. Like, Like, that's another episode, but really sick with COVID. Couldn't eat anything. Um, and then was like, I need to just like really detox my body or something.
0: Let's, we both were the people that got really sick with COVID and it totally affected our app. All I could eat was plain, um, sourdough toast. Mm. Like you and I were
1: not the people that were like asymptomatic or, Oh, I was sick for one day. Like neither of us. No, I was, I tested positive for 11 days. I came out on the other side with an inhaler, a round of steroids, um, and a absolute traumatic mental breakdown. And. So then I went and I did basically, I was like, I need to take two, like two weeks to do a little diet um, just to like reset my system. Cause I was just bloated and full of garbage and I ended up doing a whole 30 in October. And I, part of that cleanse was to do a colonic and I went to pure colonics on 57th street and um, I saw Diane who has been in the business for 40 years, 40 years and i walked in and it was the most you know i was very nervous i was very nervous of i did course. all this research ahead of time you know what you know what to expect how to prepare and i i would imagine that every place is like this that's been doing it for as long as they have it's like don't worry about it they're going to take great care of you they've seen it all they've seen it all and they've done it every day of their lives so like don't be nervous so let me just walk you through what it was like
0: um, first so, of all, do they give you anything to do beforehand to prep?
1: Um, like the day before is, or is there something you're supposed to do? And you're not supposed to do. I think they, Oh, you can go on the website and like, see, you know, like things. It, it really helps if you are sort of cleansing a little bit. If you're eating healthy, you're eating well with like the week before, at least, um, they say, you know, you shouldn't be hung over. You should not be hung over. Um, you know, be eating consciously, be hydrating. Um, and then I believe it's, don't eat an hour before i might need to fact check that um but it's really easy it's not like a whole lot of rules it's it's very like chill um but okay so you get it you get there and diane is the most lovely hilarious woman she welcomes you in you go back to this little room um and she just says okay here's a um a gown you're gonna put a like a medical gown on and then you're gonna there's Um, like a massage table almost, and it's up against a wall that has this like really lovely hand painted, like there's like elephants and giraffes and like all these different hand painted animals. And she's like, so you're going to lay down on your left side facing the wall and you're going to look at, and I can't remember the elephant's name, but it was the elephant on the wall. She's like, and you're going to look at Ellie the elephant or whoever it was. And I'll, I'll come back in. So you disrobe from the bottom, the waist down, you put this gown on, you lay on your left side facing the elephant wall and she comes back in and she walks you through everything to expect, but it's very no frills. um, You know, she's not sugarcoating anything. She's like, okay, so it's going to feel like you have to go to the bathroom. It's just like, this is more clinical than a spa treatment. Oh, it's, it's not so like clin- you're going
0: to the Ritz Carlton no. for a massage with the lemon water. You're it, it's, you know, this is more clinical.
1: Absolutely. Yes. It is a a procedure. It's a, it's very clinical. Um, but, but also it's, it, it was very comfortable. Like I I felt very comfortable very quickly with her. Um, it, and she did say, she was like, I said, you know, I'm, I'm really nervous. And she's like, have you had a pap smear? And I was like many. And she's like, it's like, nothing is as uncomfortable as a pap smear and this is much less um, intrusive and much less um, exposing and I was like yeah okay yeah if you've had a pap smear a colonic is nothing so I don't know I had in my head that (laughs) also trigger warning for like anyone listening that like doesn't want to talk about poop or butts Stop listening now. Just
0: fast forward. Press the thirty second. Yeah, press 30 forward seconds, like, and get to the, we're, we're talking gonna, about I'm a lot talk, of other things after this. Exactly.
1: So. I'm going to talk about a lot of intimate things. So in my head, Alex, this is like, I don't know what I thought the tube was going to be because they, they put a tube in your butt. I I don't know why I thought it was going to hurt because like I was thinking it was like some like blunt cut off like tube that like no it's like pointed and it's lubricated. And so it, it slides in very easily. Is it small? Yeah, it's small. It's not tiny. It's like, um, oh, the side, maybe a dime, like the, a ah! dime circumference.
0: Okay, okay, but it's like pointed at the end. But it's
1: pointed at the okay, end. Okay, I'm trying to think of a dime. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's Maybe, too big. maybe less. Yeah, maybe okay. less. So, you know, she's like, okay, so I might, um, you know, massage your stomach, like your side while we're doing this. I also might like uh, kind of rock you back and forth. I also might sort of like uh, massage your leg because there's certain parts where like, you know, things are all connected and like you want to flush everything out. yeah So Diane also explains to me that, you know, we, we sort of deal with and have access to on our everyday life to about six inches, six inches of our intestines. What the colonic does is it, I mean, and our intestines are many, many, many feet long and the colonic gets up in there and flushes out buildup and things and gunk that's been in there for years. So it's flushing that out. It's shooting water up there and flushing it out so that you have better digestion, more energy, um, less bloating. It just kind of cleans the pipes out. So, okay. So you're lying on your left-hand side, she inserts the tube, and then it's almost there's like she you can feel it, you can feel it filling you up. And then she's like when you feel like you have to go to the bathroom, just tell me you feel like you have to go to the bathroom. And it's it's kind of weird at first, and it almost feels a little bit like really, really mild period cramps. Uh-huh. Like very, very mild. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, I have to go to the bathroom." And then she flushes. It, like, you hear a flushing noise. And then it just, like, everything, it just, I don't know, it just, like, whooshes and it feels so good. Like, it's such a relief.
0: So, but you, can you, because I know, I've heard people talk about getting them done. You can, like, see what comes out, like, in the back. So, I
1: couldn't see. I'm sure okay. I could have asked. Okay. But I didn't see. Okay. And I don't think I wanted to. <laughs> I don't think I wanted to. I couldn't see. I was staring at the elephant the whole time. <laughs> And just like, and like at first I was just like so nervous, like when it first started and she was just like, do you mind if I put the news on while we, while we do this? And I was like, Oh no, not!" So she had the news going. She's like, so where are you from? You know, what do you do? And blah, blah, blah. We like, talk- I mean, we just like shooting the shit, <laughs> shooting the shit, literally, right.
0: literally shooting But like, the shit. you mean like, this is her everyday life. Yeah. For and
1: you, we, this is like, Oh my God. Yes. For her, this is just another For her, Tuesday. it was exactly. So You do this act of filling up, releasing, filling up, releasing. I was there for 45 minutes, 45 minutes. We were filling up, releasing, filling up, releasing, filling up, releasing. And each time you get more and more sort of, you can get more filled in. Right. And then you like flush more out. And she was like, okay. So like, that was the, that was a really good release. She said I was a really good releaser. So, wow. uh, thank you so much. I um, was really good at releasing. <laughs> and um, so then she's like, okay, do you feel like you could go to the bathroom on your own? Like, are you feeling like ready? Because like, you get, like, I hit the 45 minute or like 40 minute mark. And I was like, I need this to be over. Like, it's now I'm just uncomfortable. Like, I'm just, I, I'm, I need to like, just sit on the toilet and like, let nature do its thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm ready. So then you go to the bathroom. And... There's a bathroom in the room. She leaves the room and you go and that, I mean, that, I'm going to have to let everyone just experience it on their own. It's a, it's a religious experience. It's something happens in that room that you're like, I didn't know the human body could do this.
0: It's just all oh. coming out. And here's the thing. My only frame of reference for this is prepping for a colonoscopy. Hmm. So people are like, oh, you've had a colonoscopy. You're not 50. It's like, well, yes, because I have a history of colon cancer in my family. So my siblings and I have had to start getting colonoscopies at the ripe old age of like 22. And we have to get them every six years, every eight years, whatever. Mine have always been totally fine, perfectly clean, but like you get them. yeah. So the date, it's not just the procedure. And here's what people don't know. It's you spend the full 24 hours before- prepping you drink this like disgusting Mm -hmm. oily liquid and and it induces flu like symptoms that you can imagine until there's literally nothing left and then you are ready for the procedure so like my thing is is I want to get a colonic I'm really interested but like I don't want it to be near when I get a colonoscopy like that'd be way too much well they
1: actually say it's really good to prep for a colonoscopy
0: I, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. to prep, but then it's but like, like really for, traumatic, right? But for me, it's I very Feel different. like I would want to spread it out. Like sure. I want to spread all of that out. So like I want to do it maybe like after the holidays.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I'm yeah. definitely getting one this month, like January in January. Like so for then, sure. how
0: did you feel walking
1: out in there and for the next week? Felt like an actual superhero. I like bounded down the street. I mean, I felt so clear. I felt so clear minded. I was like, my focus was super sharp. My energy was through the roof. The remainder of the week, even the remainder of the month, I mean, I felt invincible and my digestion was better. My sleep was better. I had so much energy. I get a stomach ache every single day of my life. I didn't have a stomach ache that whole month. I was eating clean. I was also eating clean. But then after I did that, I mean, I wasn't bloated. I was not bloated for a whole month. Did not have a stomach ache. Well, you know, I love Melissa Wood and she swears by them. She
0: gets them every so often and she swears it's the thing that has stopped her acne.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my skin. Oh, my God, my skin. I like I had the best skin of my life when I had my colonic. Tina, all right, here's what I'm
0: going to say for listeners. This is not the time to cut corners. This is not the time to just be spontaneously decide. Do your to research. Go. That day, it is a do your research. Go somewhere where y- someone else has been. Mm-hmm. Do your research. Spend the money to go to a professional. Yes.
1: So, wow. And if you're in New York City, try Pure Colonics on 57th Street. I went to Diane. She's absolutely wonderful. I said, how often should I be doing this? She said, some people do it once every season some people do it once a month some people do it once a year it really is up to you there's just and there was no shame there was no pressure there was no she wasn't trying to sell me anything it was so just nuts and bolts and in and out and have a great day and it was life-changing and i can't wait to get another one
0: all right well i'm gonna go to your place oh and do and when i do i'll
1: update everyone on my yes. whole experience wow wowza <laughs> So I've been wanting to join the clean beauty movement and start buying safer products. But as a makeup artist, I have a really high standard for my beauty products and I just won't buy something that doesn't actually work. I don't know how Beauty Counter does it, but they are a clean beauty brand certified by the Environmental Working Group and their products truly perform. Currently, I'm loving the Counter Control Instant Matte Toner it's perfect for sensitive skin. It's alcohol-free, so it's not going to dry you out, and it's mattifying. I love it. Beauty Counter is also female-founded, which you know we love. If you'd like to shop some clean beauty with Obsessed with the Best, go to beautycounter.com obsessed. Now, you don't have to shop Beauty Counter with us, but if you do, we can answer all of your questions about what to buy, and we like to send free beauty goodies as a thank you. So, that's beautycounter.com slash obsessed. Happy shopping. And for more details, scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode.
0: So we've recently learned just how many toxic ingredients are in our nail polish, but I love doing my nails. I'm sure you love doing your nails, which is why we love Kay Ferrara Color, because it's a luxurious nail polish and hand cream line that uses all clean
1: formulas. You know I love that hand cream. I'm obsessed with it. After I've had a long day of sanitizing my hands and working with makeup and doing all that, my hands are so dry and I love the hand cream treatment. It is a lifesaver for dry, cracked hands. k For our Color offers gorgeous colors plus base coat, top coat, and quick dry options, which I've used so many times when I've got to get out the door. The other thing I love is K. Ferrara Color has a children's line, which has been a gift for my nieces many, many times. So if you are a person that just loves to get your nails done at the
0: salon, you can bring it with you. You can bring your K. Ferrara Color with you to the salon. And if you're a person that likes to get a gel mani, you can use K. Ferrara Color on your pedicure or it really makes an amazing gift for anyone in your life of literally any age who appreciates clean beauty and clean formulas.
1: For 15% off your order, go to kferraracolor.com and use code obsessed15 at checkout. That's kferraracolor.com with code obsessed15. The number 15 at checkout for 15% off your nail polish or hand cream. For more information, just scroll down to the
0: bottom of the show notes for this episode.
1: Okay, so you're going to explain to us. You said a word to me that I was like, what now?
0: Okay, so I'm going to give you my spiel about retinol and about Bacuchiol, which is for more sensitive skin. It's a safer retinol alternative that's been popping up. So I'm going to preface all of this by saying I am not a dermatologist. This is what I think. This is what I believe. And this is my opinion after my own research. Okay. So, like, do what you want. But here's what I think about retinol I think you should not wear it during the day because I don't think that Mm -hmm. it mixes well with sun. I think you are asking for irritation even if you put sunscreen on. Yeah. I think you do not need it every single night. I think Monday, Wednesday, Friday, three, four nights a week, two nights a week, whatever. Here is a thing that's going to be controversial. I think it's a little overprescribed. I have seen people get prescription retinol and cover their entire face and all of a sudden it is red. It Mm -hmm. is peeling. Anything that does that to your skin, I just think, why? It Mm -hmm. can't be good. And I think there is a better way. Yeah. So that being said, if you would like to experiment with retinol, there's also some talk about Is it really safe? Is it a clean ingredient? Is it cancer causing? I'm not sure. Look that up on your own. Talk to your doctor. Do your own research. If you are experimenting with retinol, here's my favorite one. It's the Shawnee Darden Retinol Reform. Shawnee Darden is a famous LA-based esthetician with her own skincare care line that is incredible. It is available at Sephora. She has the Shawnee Darden retinol reform. It is so gentle. And I also think if you're doing retinol, Gentle. Mm-hmm. Little
1: bit. Very little bit. Yes. Little bit goes along. Don't way. around your eye. Be careful around your eyes. Be
0: careful around your eyes. Yeah. This is more the retinol reform is more like a moisturizer. Ooh. It's so insanely hydrating. I've never heard anyone say that it's irritating. Mm-hmm. I think if you're doing retinol, it's the Shawnee Darden. It's nighttime and it is three nights a week. Maybe four nights a week. Also, you know that look that people get where they've like, their top layer of skin is gone and it's like shiny? Yeah. Yes. That's, to me, it's like, that doesn't look like skin anymore. That's too much retinol. Yes. Yes. Too much retinol. Mm -hmm. So if you're really into clean skincare, if you're like, I don't want to deal with retinol, I'm scared. I don't want to have to worry about, you know. Oh, also, even if you're using retinol at night, you better be using sunscreen. Okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You better be using sunscreen. The other thing with retinol is you cannot mix it with any products that say AHAs or BHAs. Yeah. So AHAs, alpha hydroxy acid, BHAs, beta hydroxy acid. It'll burn your face off. It will burn your face off. You cannot mix those together. So on your retinol days, if you're doing it, look through your products. If anything says AHA, BHA, you cannot use it on that day. Mm Mm-hmm. So I actually was like, so what the heck kind of toner can I use on a retinol day that's not going to completely burn my skin off? Because right. I love toner. I actually messaged dermatologist Anna Karp that we had mm-hmm. on this podcast. She said the versed baby cheeks. It's oh, a, I love that! I used Baby Cheeks. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so great! It's a hydrating it's toner. So great. And she said you can use that with any type of retinol. So I got it. I love Don't it. You love it.
1: It's so like um, soothing and calming and like hydrating. I love, I love it.
0: I absolutely adore it. I think it's great. So for any, you know, sensitive skin, if you're using retinol, try the first Baby Cheeks Toner. It's great. The packaging is amazing. It's clean versus a clean brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, it's not that expensive. So that is my retinol spiel. So if you are kind of like, look, I really want to be clean. I'm pregnant. You can't, use, you're not supposed to use retinol when you're pregnant. Oh, I didn't know that. You are not supposed to use retinol Makes when you're sense. pregnant. Um, uh, if you just, if you don't even want to deal with it, if you're like, I have sensitive skin, I just want to do my own thing. Bakuchiol is a great alternative. It's okay. safe. It's more plant-based. You can use it while you're pregnant. You can use it with other ingredients, but it's supposed to have a little bit of the similar effect. So it's been popping up in a lot of brands, and I've been trying it. Mm-hmm. People are obsessed with the goop bacuchiol face oil, okay? People like go nuts. I tried it and you know I love go. Mm-hmm. It has such a it's really heavy mm-hmm. and it has a really strong smell. Okay. So if if you like the smell, it's for you, and I think if you have more aging skin and you you want that heaviness, it could be for you. Okay. It was not for me. The best bacuchiol product I found was from Herbivore. Which oh, is yeah. one of my new favorite brands. Mm-hmm. Just one of my absolute new. Is this that
1: blue? No, that's blue tansy that you like, the oil. Yes,
0: I love. Yes, so I love their blue tansy face oil and I love their uh, Bacucciol. I think it's great. And I was actually talking to Kate the Great uh-huh. Beauty about this and she was like, Do you think this is even better than retinol? And I was kind of like, Yeah. Really? I really feel oh, like Oh, that's it's good great. to
1: know because retinol can be like, I love it, but it also, I can get like a chemical burn if I don't use it very, very carefully.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what I'm saying. So then, so if you're not using a retinol, let's go back to, you're just doing your normal skincare routine, and I have really big pores, so I need a toner that's going to shrink the pores. Mm -hmm. So I love an AHA or a BHA toner, which like, again, do not mix with retinol. we're going to say that a hundred times. Yes. Um, so I love a toner, an exfoliating toner that's going to shrink the pores. Mm-hmm. So I tried the Beauty Counter All Bright AHA Toner. And you love it? And it is so good. You need a little bit mm-hmm. and it's it's exfoliating and it's harsh. So I also don't use that every night. But my pores, it's the only thing, like my pores are shrinking. That's incredible. They're shrinking. I use it mainly in my T-zone. I'm not like getting it all in my under eyes. Okay. And okay. I'm not like putting it on my eyes. Yeah. But it's mainly around the nose, the mm-hmm. chin, and the forehead. I'm looking at your skin right now. It looks amazing. And it's really, really good. Okay. Switching gears. Tina and I love some polarizing ladies. I love Gwyneth Paltrow and Bethany Frankel. Tina loves Meghan Markle. And look, sorry, not sorry. Mm -hmm. we're not sorry we love them and just because you love someone or look up to them or like their content it doesn't mean that you've agreed with every single word they've ever said in their entire lives Mm -hmm. like that's not true of anyone ever but we much like other people have watched the megan and harry documentary and here's what i'm gonna start us off with i saw that trailer and i kind of thought you know what we've seen it guys I, I I'm gonna admit, like I was one of the people that was like, we've seen the Oprah special, we've seen it. Like, how much more can we really do? I watched it, and it was actually so fascinating. There was it was very historical, the history of the monarchy. There was a lot, and Vinny was hooked too because he loves history. Like, it's not what I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, here's here's what I've been here's what I've been saying. Here's my here's my spiel. The Meghan and Harry documentary, to me, is like, and just like that, the Sex and the City spinoff, in that nobody asked for this. <laughs> nobody needs this. Nobody wants it. But if you're an actual fan, it's the best treat to get. Like I, It was the only documentary or show that I've watched in such a long time where I didn't have my phone out. I was glued to the TV. I would pause it if I had to get up and get a drink or go to the bathroom. And that was um for and just like that too. like and again, it's not great television and just like that, but I'm such a super fan, like such a super fan of Sex in the City, so
0: can we go to i she's Megan is so polarizing. and yeah. I like think she's great and beautiful. I'm not obsessed with her. I also don't hate her by any means. What is it? about her because you have loved her for
1: so long I what had, is it about well, her that you and you love? know I really didn't uh, know anything about her and I sort of was like you know influenced by the media before they got married and then I remember I watched the wedding and I was like oh my god she is she's amazing because here is this person that it could have been anyone I mean it could have been any one of us no but she she's a normal person. She's uh, raised in California. And here she is on this wedding day. That's televised to billions of people. And she was so poised and she was so beautiful. And you could tell how in love they were. I just, I don't, I just really like her style. I mean, my, it's all very superficial. I really like her style. I really like how beautiful she is. But then once you actually do a little research on her, she's like very smart, very smart, um, very well intentioned, and. Listen, there. Are, I rolled my eyes so much, so many times during the documentary. If I had to hear, well, H this or M that, or but I was like, barf, you guys, like barf. But also, I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, I love that. Like, I, I loved the documentary. It was everything that I want. I wanted pictures. I wanted to. I wanted behind the scenes looks. But I, I think what I love about her is that she's just. She's really poised. She's really poised.
0: Here's the thing that people get annoyed about. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate. People are like, look, you were a deal or no deal gal in a cute dress on, you know, with Mm -hmm. the suitcase. And now all of a sudden, you're, you know, supposed to be better than us and know all these things. But and here's the
1: thing. It's not all of a sudden. And
0: that's, and that's what I learned. And I, I didn't think that, but I am I'm more of like repeating to you, like what I hear on yes. TikTok.
1: No, I mean, she went to Northwestern, mm-hmm. Northwestern got a degree in, um, in what is she doing? I can't remember. Something. And then theater, whatever. But she, yes, yeah, she's, but she's always been an activist. She's always done charity work. On her breaks from suits that she was filming, she every, all her friends would be going and auditioning for new roles and trying to climb the ladder. She was like flying to different countries and volunteering. Exactly. And that's what I learned from the documentary that I didn't know. There's a lot of
0: history about the monarchy. And I'll tell you what, the, what, I, what meant the most to me about it and what the missing link is here that people sometimes like don't put together. They did in the documentary. But mm-hmm. like I'm talking about like the TikTok haters like aren't putting this together is the Princess Diana piece. So I don't know if you knew this about me, but as a child, I was obsessed with Princess Diana.
1: I didn't know this.
0: Obsessed with her. Like, so obsessed with her. I made, like, a collage of her. of Like, like, I would cut out pictures of her. I I can't even explain to you, like, what it was, but I just had this obsession with her. I thought she was so fascinating and so interesting. And the piece of it that we're forgetting here is, Harry chose to leave, and of course he did, because he saw firsthand Mm -hmm. what the British press did to his mother, and it literally led to her death. Right. Why would anyone in their right mind let that happen again to their wife? Like, he is
1: breaking the generational trauma. Well, and he's, you know, he he has a book coming out called Spare. He's not even... Like like he's not even a main part of the the program, um. And he became more popular, and I think that was that made it even more dangerous for them. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I will say, and yes, Megan is very polarizing. Something the documentary does a really great job of doing, and something that I really believe that it's why she's so polarizing is there is such deep seated racism. Happening, and I have yet to come across any person of color that doesn't like Meghan Markle. It's white people, and I'm sorry, we got to do better.
0: (laughs) We have to do better when they put the news headlines next Mm -hmm. to each other about it, would be the same topic, but about what someone would print about Mm -hmm. Kate Middleton and then what someone would print about Meghan. It was shocking, and it's like, look, here are the receipts, people. Here's the proof. Like, you can't argue with that. Like, you really cannot argue with that. And it really made me think a lot about Michelle Obama. Yeah. Do you remember that whole ridiculous bullshit about her arms showing?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Michelle Obama is one of the most beautiful, poised, classy, amazing style, striking, tall, like... She just so stunning and in shape and like mm-hmm. people were mad that her arms were showing too much. It made yeah. me think when they put the dresses side by side mm-hmm. of Kate Middleton wearing it off the shoulder and Megan wearing an off the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Look,
1: it was gross. Yeah. It's gross. Oh, it's disgusting. I just I want to say like anyone who is hating on Megan Markle, I want to be like, then you go like you. I would love to see you in that position in her position. I would love to see how you handle it. How are you handling it? Like, right. I, I think she's handled this all so gracefully. And again, I don't, like, was not the, the documentary, here's, here's why I hope they made it, and I think this is really me being very fantastical about it. I hope they made it so that they can get this all out there, so that they can go and do their philanthropic work. So they can go and, and like, without being bullied and chastised and, and talked about, you know, oh, they're doing this for attention, they're doing this for money, they're doing this. Like, no, they got it all out there. They told their side of the story. They got all the rumors done. So hopefully they can go and like just do their work.
0: Right. And you know, you hear celebrities talk a lot about how social media has totally changed the press game. You know, like, well, I don't have paparazzi following me as much because I can just post the photo Mm -hmm. of me and they, I, you know, then they don't have the photo. Well, they weren't allowed to have social media. Exactly. So they've never been able to like get on Instagram story and be like, Hey guys, this article came out. That's totally false. Mm -hmm. Here's what happened today. Here's me and my swimsuit, whatever it is. And now maybe it buys
1: them a little bit of just like space yeah here here are the pictures here's the story here's all of you can spend six hours did you also notice something i it's all about details see megan is all about details and i love that none of the episodes had titles oh because they don't have royal titles anymore (laughs) that's why i thought that was that was that Tina. They don't have titles. Just
0: really Mm -hmm. bringing in the symbolic themes. Yes. The symbolic themes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I just, I mean, my takeaways were like a lot about breaking generational trauma. And she's breaking the generational trauma of no one being able to marry who they love in that family, no Mm -hmm. one being able to marry a person of a different race. He's breaking the generational trauma of this is not going to happen to another woman in my life. Mm -hmm. And would you have a parent pass away? We have both been through that. You are never the same. No, there is a change after. the whole
1: chemistry of your body.
0: Your entire life Mm -hmm. is different. And so he was changed and he got his family out of there. That was the overarching thing. He felt this, like, I have to get my family out of there. I had to get my wife out Mm -hmm. of there. I had, you know, and I was watching it with Vin and he kept saying, I, are you kidding? I would have done the exact same thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and something else I loved that, that Megan said is, you know, so many people were coming at her being like, she's so controlling and she took Harry away and she did like, like she had all this power to like you know, take over him. And there was like that cartoon of him on a dog leash, you know, with her having a, whatever. But she said, you know, there's no way that Harry would have ever even been attracted to me or pursued me or been with me if he hadn't already been on his own path. Like he was already doing charity work, doing something else, doing his own, like he was in his own lane. And then he saw this other person and she, like, it's what we talk about in therapy all the time. You know, it's like, we have to, like you have to be whole, like two holes Make an even better whole. I guess that's a really terrible metaphor. But you know what I mean? Like, they were both complete on their own. And then they found each other, and it really worked.
0: Right. They both had really full eyes. And I thought that ending was really touching when he- I cried. He said, you know- I am so grateful that I get to do things with my kids that I could have never done oh. in England. Like ride bikes, go to the beach, yeah, you know, have them run free in the yard, like yeah. all these things.
1: Anyway. I so- got goosebumps and I, cr- I have goosebumps right now. Her speech Her that speech. she wrote. yeah. See, and Alex, you know, if it's not that, I don't want it. Like yeah. that's me like being a single gal. Like if it's not that, I don't want it. I want that. Yeah. Romance, that love, that absolute like fairy tale. And you know what? I think I deserve it. I, so we all do. We all do.
0: So anyway, you guys just it's not what you think it is. The world is right. It's it's not what you think it is. If you need a new year, if you haven't already, if it's you need a binge. So I think it's so worth the watch. Yeah. Yeah, guys, we have an amazing season lined up. So just remember to follow the podcast on Apple, on Spotify, text episodes to friends. That really helps us if you think they would like it. And also leave a rate and review on Apple. That's
1: one of the best things you can do to support us. We love you. We love you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more content, make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube,
0: Patreon, and give us a follow at Obsessed with the Best Pod on Instagram and TikTok.